Welcome to the Winning with Shopify podcast. This is the podcast that will teach you to take your Shopify store and turn it into an automated sales machine. It has the latest marketing, email, sales, and social media advice. And it also has strategies and tips from the experts without the fluff. Your host is Caroline Belinska. She's a Shopify education partner with the Shopify approved course, 1000 Sales and Beyond. And she's the founder of JustAskParker.com, the only small marketing task agency for Shopify owners. She has over 15 years experience in marketing, manufacturing, design, and e-commerce. In the podcast, she'll share her knowledge and interview the experts to help you in your journey to success. So don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Now, here's your host, Caroline Belinska. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Belinska, and today we are talking video. So video is such a big area that all e-commerce stores need to think about. And I know from a lot of our clients that are coming through Just Ask Parker, video is still not seen as that important in their business. So I really wanted to have this guest on today who I spoke to a couple of weeks ago because he has got a very, very interesting business, which I think is the way of the future when it comes to e-commerce stores, businesses in general, any business online. So Joel is someone that I knew would be a great guest to have on today. Before we start, here's a quick word from our sponsor, Gorgeous, who my team use every day in our business, Just Ask Parker. Hey, it's Lucas Walker from Gorgeous. Thanks so much for listening to the Winning with Shopify podcast. One way you can start winning with your Shopify store in 2020 is by offering a better customer experience. With more and more brands offering the same products, how do you differentiate? Well, a lot of times that comes down to how you work with your customers, even before they're customers. So it's not just post-sale trying to help them find their order number and a lot of the other automations that we've worked in the past couple of years to really help brands of all sizes give that awesome level of customer service, but it's before the sale as well. So with Gorgeous, you can actually interact with your ad comments, with your messenger inbox and live chat on your website to help with your conversational commerce strategy. So if you want to give your customers better service, if you want to start increasing your conversion rates through conversational commerce, just head over to gorgeous.com. Gorgeous help desk, we're the number one help desk for Shopify for e-commerce because we are built for e-commerce from the ground up. And if you mention the Winning with Shopify podcast by Ask Parker, you will get your second month free. So you get a free month, your customers get better service, and you get more sales. That sounds like a win-win-win for me. Just mention the Winning with Shopify podcast when you sign up. So Joel Ong is the founder and video strategist at Tape Your Time, a video production and consulting agency. He's actually based in Singapore, a lovely part of the world. So this is fantastic to have Joel here from Singapore today. And he talks about helping brands grow and build deeper relationships online by leveraging video assets. We're going to talk a lot about brand storytelling, but we're also going to get into general information about video production for products. So this is going to be a great interview today. Please listen in because it's going to give you a lot of great information about what you need to think about when it comes to selling your products online. And you've got to remember, video is an area where it's almost like you're their salesperson. It's your 24-hour salesperson who is working for you while you're off playing with your kids, having a holiday, sleeping, whatever you want to be doing. And this is really where the power comes into it for an e-commerce store. 
So let's get into it. Let's meet Joel and find out more about what he actually does and get some questions out of him, get some answers from him about video. So hi, Joel. How are you today? I'm great. And thank you very much for the wonderful compliments. Oh, no, it's wonderful. We spoke about a week or two ago and I straight away thought, wow, I need to have you on my podcast because what I love is how genuine you are and you really have a passion about helping brands become well-known and from the inside, understanding what that brand's all about. So it's really great to have you here today. I'd love you to tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do in your business. Sure. So what I essentially do is uh, I believe in authentic video content because I think that the world has moved into a place where people are starving for things that are real and genuine and authentic online. And so I decided that video was a very good platform to be able to express that online and to be able to help to impact more businesses um, in, in various ways, like connect them better with your customers or um, have more better relationships with their team or even trying to promote a, a product that has a very good background story behind it, um, how they thought about it, how they built it up. And so it was really a blessing in disguise. I kind of stumbled into it about five or six years ago. And um, I've, I've sort of transitioned away from thinking like a videographer where, and I'll get to the differences in a moment, um, thinking about a videographer where it's all about, you know, the technical details around gear, you know, the angles, the lighting, etc. to really having a deeper understanding and mastery of video as a medium to preserve your message, to amplify your message, and then, of course, to uh, then perpetuate it around the world with uh, different people. So uh, this is kind of how I got started and how I evolved into helping businesses because I think that every business is fundamentally very unique. And so um, it's all about how to clarify that message and help you to stand out so that you know you stop thinking about competition as a as a big thing that you you know keeps you up waking at night I love that. That's so true. I think that a lot of people that come to us um, at Just Ask Parker, we actually ask everyone when they first sign up with us, we say, who are your three biggest competitors? And a lot of people are putting Amazon as their competitor. And it's a sort of funny one you should know as like you're in marketing, that Amazon, while it is a competitor because a lot of people shop there, but as a small brand, to say that Amazon is your direct competitor is sort of, it's it's sort of a gray area. And it, it's scary because yes, they are taking away your business. They're taking away the sales that you should be making. And so I think what you've just said there by not seeing these companies as that scary, I think using video really does say that you can you can stand out and say, I am this person, this is our brand, this is what we stand for and forget Amazon because we can provide you with what you need right here. So it's a way of, um, I guess, if you, especially with Amazon, if you can't compete with them on that scale, um, you can coexist and then not necessarily have to compete, so to speak, because you would differentiate yourself naturally just from the way that you uh, present yourself, from the way you think about the business, how you build it up, etc. So I think that there is an opportunity there for, for that to happen. 
um, that I think perhaps is not very tapped on at the moment. Now, before we get into some questions, I just want to let everyone know you actually have a podcast as well. Do you want to just tell everyone what that podcast is because they can go and listen to it? Oh, yeah, sure. It's called the Entrepreneurs Tribe Podcast uh, with a plural, so Entrepreneurs with an S. It's on Spotify, Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the various podcast platforms. And essentially, uh, I get to interview awesome guests like yourself um, on the show where we talk about success, what it means to them, you know, their story around how they built it up, how to maintain it, grow it to the next level, and last but not least, how to enjoy it. So I, I get on guests who are experts, TEDx speakers, um, you know, founders, you know, from all ages and, and genders from all around the world. So uh, I think it will be really valuable um, to give it a listen. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I'll also put that in the show notes so people can find that podcast as well. So let's get into some questions. Let's first talk about, I think it's so important while people are listening and they know that they're not here wasting their time. Let's first talk about why video, how video can help e-commerce businesses with their sales. So the first question that I would ask myself is in that particular e-commerce store that you are running or you've built, how many similar stores are there out there in the world? And is a website or images enough to differentiate yourself from everybody out there? So that's the first question I will ask. The second question I will ask is just from your own behavior of how you consume information, how you shop and purchase things online, what is your attention span like? Is it very short? How, how short it is? Is it sporadic? Do you hop around from various places what grabs your attention and keeps you glued to you know the phone screen or the computer screen to browse and view more things and then the third thing is what makes you keep coming back to the same store so say for example we were talking about uh, ASOS earlier before you know before the podcast uh, I'm a big fan of ASOS and I keep coming back to it all the time over here in Singapore there's another e-commerce store called Zalora as well and it's hugely popular so the question is why do people keep coming back to Zalora and, you know, as opposed to another e-commerce store? So then uh, uh, that brings to the question of brand, right? Uh, branding, I think, is something that is long-term. It isn't so much of marketing per se or advertising, but it's something that, you know, it, it's sort of a refined taste, uh, a certain taste of an experience that someone gets when they patronize your store, when they purchase something from you or when they interact with you online or offline um, in the various channels. So, and it's something more long-term that you have to uh, build up consistently through strategy, which is something that I can get into later on. So from those you know, core questions that you ask, video can help in all these areas because we all have so easy access to it nowadays. We have shifted from a time where we were in traditional media, broadcast media, you know, radio, print, TV, where it's exorbitantly expensive to get an ad space on those platforms, particularly if you're small, to now a situation where we have access to recording video on our mobile phones anytime, and it looks just as good as a DSLR professional camera if you know how to use it properly in the, you know, in the right conditions, etc. And we also have access to Google or YouTube and all these tons of tutorials out there that teaches you, you know, how to set up a basic, you know, recording. 
So given that it's so easy as a resource now, and also the proportional benefits that you can get out of just doing it, it makes sense to use videos in uh, any form of business today. And also, I think one of the uh, unique features of videos as opposed to images and photos is that it is live, it is moving, it feels closer to a real person or it feels closer to something that you observe with your eyes. Um, I don't think that when you look around you every day in the world, that things are static and not moving. Otherwise, we would kind of be dead. So I think it kind of embodies the, the action, the movement, the, the life in the form of an asset that is online so that it feels more genuine, it feels more real to you. And that's not to say that, you know, uh, AR or VR in future is going to take that over. I think that AR and VR is going to make an even more impact, even greater impact, I mean. And the question is, it's not ready right now. So the next best option you have is uh, videos. So I think that that's a unique opportunity that we have right now. We're in a very weird transition space where people are kind of slowly figuring it out, but not everyone has fully jumped into it yet. So there's still some avenues and space for you to capitalize on this. I think that that is a really good point. I think it is so true. And I, when you say not everyone, I think in the e-commerce space, especially, I think a lot of businesses have not even started touching the sides when it comes to video. We mentioned ASOS, we mentioned some of these bigger brands. And I recently interviewed someone about 3D videos. And we were speaking about how Amazon will eventually be in a um, situation where they'll just make everyone do videos all the time. And a lot of places are not doing that much video. Yeah, ASOS are, there's some other brands that are doing video, but I think that there is still huge potential with smaller brands to jump ahead of a lot of these other companies that might be still bigger than them by doing video. And you also have to remember that on certain platforms, so I think that if uh, if you're on e-commerce and say you're running Facebook ads um, and you're you know profiting pretty well off of that channel, videos just from the algorithm-wise, I think currently right now, there's more virality and more reach with the just from simply using a different medium on those advertising platforms. So you have to take that into consideration as well. So the question of whether it's a good video doesn't even come into the picture yet. It's just a matter of if you use video, the algorithm ranks you higher. So um, that's kind of a good enough reason to, uh, you know, get your feet wet a little bit and test it out and see if it works for your business. Yeah, it's so true. So let's talk a little bit about the actual story brand, the telling of stories through video and the power of it. Sure. So storytelling videos or they call it brand videos or, you know, uh, we call it video business cards. And they all mean the same thing. Essentially, it's a way of communicating to the world or whoever is watching the video, your audience, what you stand for, why you do what you do, what's your vision or mission. You know, we all always talk about our mission statement for a company. So that's kind of the thing. But the core underlying tenets and principles behind why story sells for us is because we are human beings first and foremost, and then consumers or business people second. So I think that we can often get carried away in marketing where we see everything as numbers and figures on a spreadsheet. And we forget that 
these are actual real living people who are consuming our content, who are purchasing our stuff, etc. So when we tell stories in the form of videos, it allows people to remember your products better, your brand better, have an affinity towards the brand, um, and have a deeper level of connection online. And it kind of works in contrast to everything else that they have been targeted by. Because I think today we are inundated with information constantly. We're being targeted constantly. So you have all these stimuli that's coming towards you, but you don't really know what to trust. And so when you tell stories in the form of videos for your business, especially if it's a product, you give some life behind the product. And the emotional weight that people attach to the thing that they eventually receive will be much higher than if there was no story behind it. So that's kind of the uh, essence of how a storytelling video would work well for a product. So let's just go into a little bit of detail. So you've got storytelling videos and then we've got product style videos. So can we just sort of explain what the differences are between the two types of videos? Yeah, so storytelling videos, the purpose of those videos are to show the big picture, the overall picture. Um, it's sort of like if let's say you are walking into um, a store, a retail store, an actual physical retail store that sells luggage. And when you first walk in, if the salesperson starts telling you about all the features and benefits and dimensions of one particular luggage in front of you, you could either be very interested in that one thing or you kind of uh, want to walk away. So a storytelling video is more of the broad overview, big picture that invites people to come and check out your store further. So it's more macro, it's more universal. It talks about the overall picture behind your business and what you stand for. For a product-based kind of video, it is really centered around the product itself. So you could have many different product-based videos that are working in tandem with an overarching storytelling video. Okay, fantastic. So if we just go into a little bit more detail about story brand videos, because we'll talk about actual product-based videos in a second, but can you give some examples of e-commerce stores that this could work for and ones niches that it really probably doesn't work for unless there's very unique circumstances? Yeah, and that's a fantastic question. Um, you know, I think it's uh, something that is often misunderstood. So, and And I think that, you know, in terms of storytelling videos, the niches that it will work for are if first and foremost, there is an awesome story behind it, um, behind that product that you're selling. So say for example, if you, if you are an artisan or you have a craftsman and you have something very unique that um, you know that the product itself, uh, one of the selling points of the product and the benefits is that it is unique, it stands out then it would make more sense to have a storytelling video that highlights that, that amplifies it, that tells people why it is unique. On the other hand, there is also the uh, business concern, the, the financial investment concern of a storytelling video. Because a storytelling brand video is more customized, right? You, you can't have the same storytelling brand video for every e-commerce store. Every storytelling video for each store has to be different. So because it's more customized, then of course it's going to be um, a little bit pricier. 
And so when you consider that versus the kind of products that you're selling, does it make business sense as an investment if, say, you're selling $10 keychains, for example? So if, if you made a, like a $1,000 investment on a storytelling brand video to sell $10 keychains, how big is your store? Uh, how much do you think you can use that storytelling video to get an additional you know, 100 customers to break even on that investment? For example, if you are selling an e-commerce store that sells you know, um, computer hardware or jewelry, you know, um, something that is more expensive as a product offering, then you would need to sell less of it to uh, make back that investment. So then, it, of course, from a business standpoint, it would make more sense to invest in that. So it really depends on the stage, the trajectory, the approach, uh, what's your strategy, and also the type of business and industry that you're in. It also depends on how crowded the space is as well. And uh, what are you willing to compromise on? Uh, because I think this is not really stated that just because you have a storytelling video doesn't mean that you will get more customers. It just means that you have a chance of getting more customers. So what are you willing to risk versus the potential upside from making the decision to invest further in such a thing? So, and this is something I think is not stated. A lot of, you know, agencies or, you know, people who are in the creative industry would say that you need story, you need brand, let me help, let me help you to brand yourself better, etc. And it sounds really good and nice and fancy, but when it comes to the nitty gritty uh, details and the numbers and crunching in, you know, if the numbers work out and make sense, uh, there is often a big gap between building brand and translating that into actual profit or revenue increase for your business. So you want to always make sure that storytelling video that you create regardless of whatever niche or industry or size and stage of business you're in, that it correlates back to something that you can measure, you can track, and it's targeted so that it actually helps your bottom line. Okay, fantastic. So I'm going to ask you in a second, I'm going to give you three of our clients as examples and get you to tell us what you think if it would work for these sort of brands. But before I ask you that, let's just go into a little bit of detail about product-based videos. And we spoke about it before this actual um, recording and about one of my clients who, or potential clients reached out and said that he's just spent $15,000 on a video company to help him create videos for his products, which are one-off products. And the company is creating individual videos for his products, which is pretty crazy because those products are no longer going to be in existence at $15,000 on his products. So his products are between $50 and $150. So it's a good price, but it's a big investment for products that will no longer be available. He's got similar products, but it's still a big investment upfront. But I do a lot of work with Just Ask Parker on just very quick six-second videos. And then I have some clients asking for two-minute videos for products. So let's just talk a little bit about product-based videos and how they can work for a product-based business and sort of some of the things that people should think about when creating videos. Uh, that's a very good question. Um, so I, I was actually working with a, with a buddy of mine who runs an e-commerce store. On this same issue, he was asking me, what sort of video should I make? There are a ton of different combinations, you know, I could hire someone on Upwork for cheap or, you know, come to you and then uh, try to have something more customized and tailored. So uh, my question to him is, what do you want? What do you want to get out of it, right? Um, so 
for you know for your for your example of the the fifteen thousand one, I, I don't quite know the full details of it, but it seems to me like it's uh, it may not make quite uh, quite good sense to um, you know create a one-off video that you're gonna sell this wallet and you're never ever going to produce another same wallet again. So that video kind of becomes redundant after you've made that sale. But if you're selling that wallet at $15,000, then, you know, it makes sense because, you know, you just invested a ton more money for a ton more upside. Say if you, you know, you try to sell a $15,000 wallet, it's definitely going to be much more difficult to sell someone on that and convince someone as opposed to, you know, $15. So if you think you needed a more uh, customized, tailored video in order to help you to sell that, then perhaps that makes sense. But in this case, you know, if it's a lower investment decision on the consumer, then it might not make as much. So uh, I think that you need to pay attention to these various things um, when it comes to when it comes to that, and also make sure that those videos you can actually have a way of tracking them and figuring out how they're going to be produced, where are they going to be used on, uh, etc. Because um, you can have the same. Say for example, you can have the same video on your YouTube channel. So say you're on e-commerce, you're running Facebook ads, uh, like my friend does, and he has a YouTube channel that he doesn't really maintain, right? He has maybe like 100 subscribers or something. He puts that same video, say I create a video for him, it's the same video. So video A, video A is placed on the YouTube channel with 100 subscribers and get 100 views. And say out of the 100 people, he has one or two people buy, right? So the value of the video on the YouTube channel becomes the value of one to one or two customers that actually buy. But the same video, if you use it to run ads and, you know, he's spending a couple of thousand dollars every month, he's reaching, you know, hundreds and thousands of people every month, and he's getting a lot more sales from that, then the video becomes much more valuable. So it's a bizarre situation where you can have the same creative, the same video, that has a different value depending on how you use it. So I think that if you're going to consider videos for you know your e-commerce business, um, you want to think around and have this discussion with whoever you're working with um, around how it's going to be used and always think about how does that translate back into results for you. Okay, fantastic. So I love that and I think it's important that I want everyone to just stop for a second and we're not saying for a second that everyone needs to create a whole lot of videos that are very expensive. They can actually create very simple videos and we will talk about gear and how people can do that in a second. But before we get into that, I just want to give you three different examples of clients and sort of you tell me the types of videos you think that they could create. I know it's going to be hard because it's sort of off the top of your head and you don't know the brand, Mm -hmm. but just to give people an idea of what they can sort of expect. So three clients that I've got that I can just sort of like give as examples. One of them is a jewelry company. They've been around for 20 years. They've been making llama specific jewelry, llama and alpacas, those those really cute animals. Mm -hmm. They've been making jewelry from that style for 20 years and it's all handmade gold, silver, rose gold. And everything sits between sort of 50 and 200, maybe even $300 per item. And they've been around for about 20 years doing that. So beautiful handmade stuff, all custom jewelry. 
The next one is a company that I just thought of that we're working with who does these sort of earphones that are like those AirPods that are for the iPhone now that are becoming the popular cordless sort of earphones. And they're selling them for around $100 a pair. They don't have a second product to sell. So you pretty much go to their website. They only sell one item and they can't have a repeat customer. Yeah. And then the next one would be a customer that we've had who does these helmets, but made to look like beanies. Not everyone uses that word beanies, but knitted hats. Like you'd go skiing in it, you'd be horse riding in it. So it's like helmets for um, bike riding or skiing or any sort of sport, but they don't look like helmets. They're actually inside of a hat Um, and also baseball caps as well. So that's three different types of clients, very different businesses I thought I'd throw out there. What sort of videos do you think that those three different businesses could do? Could they do story brand videos? Could they do product videos? Where would they sit with the types of videos they could do? Yeah, sure. It also depends on what their problem is right now. So say, for example, the the 20-year jewelry business, right? They must have been around for a very, very long time and their existing customer base must be huge, right? And you're trying to think of, yeah, you're trying to think of how can I keep it warm? How can I keep re-engaging them on a you know, consistent basis and have them market my stuff for me because they enjoyed my stuff so much? So you kind of have to give them a tool to be able to tell other people about you without you having to be there. So a brand video like that would work well because you know, you, you know that this brand video is going to go out to your 20 years worth of list of customers who will really love your stuff, who fell in love with your brand, and now they have something from you that they can show to people that they meet to tell them what exactly it's about so that you don't have to explain yourself so that you know, when it trickles down from people to people to people, the message doesn't get distilled or rather um, confused or you know, miscommunicated. So you're able to have a say in terms of how you are positioned, how you are expressed and described to other people without actually investing any additional time and effort and energy into it. So that's something that I think for the jewelry business, just from the fact that they've been around for a long time, they have some form of brand that's really going on. So a brand video will work well for them. Say, for example, if you are a more recent business, you know, you don't have so much of a brand going on, I wouldn't really advise that that would be the first thing you think about. And, you know, a product-based uh, video would be better. Another one would be testimonial videos. I think this is important. Um, so you want to have testimonial videos in places where people need to make a decision. Whether that is purchasing your stuff, filling out an order card, filling out a you know, customer service request, having a particular concern. So anytime that you need someone to take an action or make a decision where potentially they might be sitting on the fence, perhaps you know, at a checkout page or uh, you know, they've, they've left the card open and they didn't purchase and you want to send them another email to follow up with them, uh, one of the good ways is having a bunch of testimonial videos so that you can build that credibility and to just push them slightly over the edge so that they're compelled to buy. So those are some things that, um, some kinds of videos that you could do. You could also do explainer videos. So this will be your product-based kind of videos. And the only purpose of that is to explain things. So you want to keep it really short. And another form of videos, which is uh, more outbound, is not so much inbound. So I remember you asked me about, you know, six second videos versus like a minute videos. I mean, the general rule of thumb is that 
the length doesn't really matter as much, but shorter form videos take up pe- less of people's time. So you're asking for a smaller investment from them up front. So I would say that you want to have shorter, more catchy, you know, uh, whether it's, you know, like sizzle reels or, you know, just really, really uh, animated, catchy, attention-seeking, uh, f- you know, quick and easy and fun uh, kind of videos. You want to use them for more outbound uh, strategies like, you know, paid ads or, you know, stuff that people don't really know about your brand yet. They haven't got acquainted with you, etc. Because you're asking for a less of an investment of their time to watch it. But for inbound videos where it's longer form, so say you want a minute or two minutes or three minutes or longer, those would be useful if you see that either your potential customer or existing customer is already interested or so they have showed signs that they are really interested in what you have to offer, then that would be a good way to build up an online relationship with them and further the experience further because um, it takes a while to build rapport. So having those longer videos there sort of acts as your second clone, uh, virtual clone, so to speak, to do the work for you without actually uh, investing more time. To get them to a point where they want to speak to you in person or your team, etc., or to buy something. So the rule of thumb across all these businesses is that you can use all these videos in these various forms. Um, you still have to test them ultimately. But what you want to do is, uh, I like to do this quick exercise where uh, it's sort of like a graph where you want to map out the, the starting place where people first get acquainted with what you sell to the last point and place where people are ready to buy and make a decision. So, you know, the x-axis and the y-axis, the horizontal and the vertical, you want to have the level of investment and also you want to have how ready they are to buy. So how how warm or how excited or how, you know, their buying temperature, essentially. So then you want to plot between those two points, you want to draw a straight line through those things and plot out mini points and steps, stepping stones along the way to move them to a position where they are ready to make a buying decision. That applies to those three examples. For the earphone, iPods, AirPods, um, I would suggest that you know you uh, stick with a smaller investment just because you don't have repeat customers and you don't have a second product to sell as well. So that would mean that, you know, your upside is much smaller. So for those things, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend like a full slew of videos to start off with. I would say like maybe you want to start off with explainer product videos first, explain what the AirPods are about, you know, sell the features, the benefits of it. Benefits are particularly, um, you could have, you know, short, mini, uh, you know, like 30 second, 15 minute kind of uh, videos, uh, animated or real life, it doesn't matter, to handle certain objections, showcase certain scenarios where people might find it useful to use those AirPods as opposed to something else. So you want to showcase those various things and those are some of the ways that you can do it. You could combine them all into one, you could split them up. It uh, really depends on uh, what work well through testing. Wow, that was amazing. For everyone listening, go back and listen to that section because I think that was the gold of this interview. I just want to quickly touch on a few things that you mentioned there. 
Absolutely amazing, Joel. That was fantastic information. You spoke about using testimonial videos in emails such as abandoned cart emails. You spoke about uh, and on the cart pages, on the pages where people are deciding on purchasing. Uh, You also spoke about creating information videos, about handling objections in videos, about creating short videos for people who still don't know you so you're not taking up much of their time. And you spoke about the quick exercise of where is that customer on the customer journey and how well do they know you? What are the sort of questions that they need to know and how you can have certain videos to help with objections, questions, and um, understanding your brand more along the way. So that was fantastic. And people need to go back and listen to that because that was uh, just me, even me listening to it. And I know all of this, but me listening to it going, wow, that is fantastic information. So thank you for that. That was great. Let's discuss now gear. We speak about, you know, people are probably freaking out like, I don't have a fantastic video camera and I don't have all the lighting. Let's talk about what people need when it comes to equipment. Okay, so first is how fancy do you want to be with the video? <laughs> so I think that's the that's the first thing that you, you want to think about, you know, how how nice do you need it to look? Um, so I think that on a flip side, uh, let me play devil's advocate here because I think that the common consensus is that, of course, something that is well produced looks, you know, high resolution, etc. looks like a Hollywood movie, definitely is going to appeal to you more. You're more likely going to, to actually watch it, right? Um, but on the flip side, um, if you look at, you know, Twitch or all these live streaming channels or even some of these, you know, influencers or uh, social media personalities online that use live videos. Now, uh, live videos work really, really well because they're really authentic and real. So it could work in your favor if it doesn't jeopardize your brand. So say you're not selling a classy product or some high-end product where you could afford to not I mean, you could afford to create a video that is uh, not so professional looking, that's still congruent with your brand and what you stand for. So if you're in that position, right, you don't need to have a fancy equipment to be able to produce a video. You could shoot them on your mobile phone. You could go to like Alibaba or, you know, some of these uh, cheaper online e-commerce platforms and you could purchase what we call like a ring light, you know, one of those selfie ring lights that you, it's like a clip that you can, you know, clip on your computer screen or your webcam. You could clip it on your phone, etc. And they're $20 or something like that. No, um, I purchased mine for one Singapore dollar. Ah, yeah. <laughs> okay, they're even cheaper than that, yeah? Yeah, so it's ridiculously cheap. And you could get what I call a lavalier mic. So LAV mic, left mic. It's good for, you know, more of, uh, I mean, you still have to be in a relatively quiet place, but... Uh, it's really, really good because you don't really need a very good one to sound all right. And you can get them for you know a couple of bucks as well. And it would make such a world of difference. So if you're going to be speaking on video, you would need a microphone. Um, try your best to at least have a you know, $3 lavalier microphone on you uh, because audio matters more than visuals. People can watch something very bad that's poor resolution. But when it comes to bad audio, they usually just you know stop listening to it so that's one second is you want to think about do i need to speak on camera uh does my face or you know does a human need to be on the camera so if you're doing a explainer video on the product itself and you're not trying to show how people can use the product you're just trying to show you know the dimensions the you know information on the product then you don't really need a human factor in it 
Um, so, you know, there are, I think, uh, I think you do this as well. And probably there are like cheaper alternatives online where you could, you know, you could get something done that is more uh, animation design, right? Or something like that, where you just showcase the product on a video format. So that's one thing that you can do. In terms of like gear, right? Uh, I think that nowadays our iPhones, our laptops, even they have such good cameras that you don't really need a professional camera anymore that is bulky and heavy. So I got a you know a partner Evan in in the states where you know he does uh he does video work as well and you know uh both of us like our common mentor actually you know produced like an iPhone video for five thousand dollars that made over a million dollars for someone else it's ridiculous it's on the it's on the iPhone it looks pretty bad like the the quality of it but it sells because it handles you know the specific things that their customers are looking for. So um, gear doesn't matter as much as the messaging behind it. And you want to make sure you don't confuse people. The video should have a very clear and definite objective and a purpose to it, towards it. And just one. Um, you don't want to have two or three or four or five. Um, it will confuse people. You just want to have one. So if you need to fulfill different objectives, shoot them on separate videos. So yeah, I think there's some things that I can think of the hand. Oh, I love that. So gear does not matter as much as the actual message. And that is so true. You'd rather have a shorter video that gets straight to the point and shot on an average phone video rather than having a long drawn out video that might go for five or 10 minutes and it just loses the whole message in there. Yeah. Fantastic. Let's finish up talking about positioning because I think that this is really important where people can actually, what can people do with these videos? We're talking a lot about creating the videos, but why would they create them and where would they place them and what would they do with the videos? So it's interesting. Uh, I had a, I had this conversation with a prospect of mine just earlier today about this. Uh, it's such a common question. So I really love that you asked this. So the principle behind it, so you have to apply this yourself because uh, there's so many different scenarios that you could apply. So I'm going to give you the principles and you try to apply them yourselves on your situation. Um, the principle is, where are you getting eyeballs at? So uh, where are you touching base with your potential customers or your existing customers? And those are the places that potentially you could use a video at. And one of those things is uh, emails. People don't really uh, use their email signatures as much as they should because, I mean, there's so, there's so much communication that goes in and out of the business via email, you know, via text, etc. And people overlook that as a, as a potential channel to essentially get more eyeballs on your things. So one of those ways is, you know, you could, instead of tagging like a, just a photo at the, at the bottom of your email signature, every time you send out a, an email, what if you had a video about this product that you're promoting instead? And then that email just exchanges hands and then, you know, it might just end up somewhere else suddenly where, you know, people might pick it up and then click on it and then actually watch it. And uh, as opposed to a static image where they know it's just there, it's an email signature, it's kind of like your profile photo face, um, you know, when you sign off. So they're not really bothered to click on it, but you have this like big play button with this thumbnail and you click on it and it brings you to a page where, oh, this product is interesting. I might actually need this. Or, you know, perhaps you are, you know, dealing with some press, like some media or PR, and then uh, the decision maker for, you know, either a publication or a journal or a, a news channel, for example, online, a blog, 
chances on it and finds it interesting, you might get some opportunities this way as well. So um, email is one of those things that you can do. Um, you could also do it, of course, on social media. So I like to talk about, you know, your profile, right? You, you want to design your profile in such a way that makes you stand out and makes you look good. Uh, you could have this on as a pin post at the top of the profile so that it gets more eyeballs. And you could have this at the top of your website, the sidebars. You could have this, you know, on the banner of some of your profiles. Um, you could have this on the on the YouTube page where, you know, either you're a returning visitor or you're a first-time visitor. You could select different first impression videos that you want people to see and then create playlists around that. So after they watch the first thing, the suggestion comes out to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And you sort of like, you want to use that, that graph I talked about earlier, right? Um, where are these people at when they engage with you? And then figure out, you know, what kind of videos do I need to create? And then, you know, where would I want to place them based on where they are at on these various places? So uh, that's kind of the principle behind it. Okay, I'll give three extra things. Well, one of them you just covered, but I'll go into a bit more detail. Three things that I can think of as well. Um, you mentioned social media headers. And I think a lot of people are not aware that on Facebook, on your Facebook business page now, and this is what you're talking about, your Facebook business page now could be a video at the top of it. And so can Pinterest. So Pinterest allows a video on your Pinterest banner as well. So that's a great place. You mentioned it, but I just wanted to explain that you actually mean Facebook does have that as an option. Yeah. And then another one, which I would highly recommend as well, because we do a lot of this in Just Ask Parker, is that we use we use ManyChat as the base for it. It's a free platform to use. But Facebook Messenger, when you're using Facebook Messenger for your business, um, ManyChat is one of the um, systems that you can use and we use and we recommend. And it integrates in with your Facebook Messenger. So if someone leaves a message on your chat on your website, which is what I highly recommend every single website has, is a chat feature. And we can integrate that into Facebook Messenger uh, with ManyChat. And then what you can actually have is an automated message come up, anything you want. You can literally send someone to a page on your website. You can send people a video. You can send them anything. So this is what you're saying. This would be fantastic is they can send any message like, hi, what time, you know, what time do you have use your customer service open or have you got a sale or do you have a coupon code? doesn't matter what message they send you. You can set it to automatically reply with, thanks for your message. Here's the answer or um, we'll be back to you soon and here's a video that we recommend you watch yeah and that's a great place yeah, and it makes a world of difference because people are not doing it so they get a pleasant surprise even if they don't watch the video um so and and uh, one of those things that you could use is a uh, soapbox so s-o-a-p-b-o-x okay uh, it allows you to embed the videos in your emails so can you repeat that s-o-a-p B-O-X. B-O-X. Yeah. So it's just a, it's a plugin. Or email. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. I'll put that in the show notes. You could use that. Um, I, I have experimented with Loom as well. L-O-O-M. Love it. Yeah. Yes. Loom. We recommend that as well. Yeah. So these are various places that you could uh, try out. And I'm not affiliated with them in any way, but I just think that you know, it's a cool uh, software to help that integrates videos into that. Yeah. And Loom is completely free. I'm not sure about Soapbox if that's free. Um, Soapbox, I think, is free. Yeah, it's definitely free. Um, There'll be 
free plan. Yeah. Well, people can go and look into it, but Joel, you have been amazing. Like I said earlier, a couple of things that you said there today have been absolute gold. So people need to go back and listen to that and understand that video is so important for an e-commerce store. I cannot stress it enough. I've been saying this for years and years. So that's why getting you on here today has been absolutely fantastic. And we in Just Ask Parker are constantly trying to get people to do video. So I'm definitely going to be sharing this with all of our current clients saying you must, must, must do more video. So that's fantastic. And Joel, can you just let us know again what your website is? It will be in the show notes as well, but just so people can reach out because you do do a free 30 minute strategy call. So people, if they're trying to think about whether they want to create some sort of story brand video, they can actually reach out and talk to you directly for free. Yeah, sure. Um, so I, I don't just do story story brand videos per se. So one of those things that I'm exploring is also uh, the strategy and the planning. So you know, some of those, you know, if you don't want to think about the nitty gritty details of all the questions to ask between what thing am I going to create, then uh, yeah. So that free free strategy call, I would walk you through that and uh, help you to figure out how to contextualize some of these things that I said. Um, so the website is tapeyourtime.com. So www.tape y-o-u-r-t-i-m-e dot com um, so that's the main website that links to the strategy call if you want to check out the the free resources that i have um, you can go to video com. so v-i-d-e-o T-H-A-T-S-E-L-L dot com. So that should link you to this, uh, you know, this mini free report, like it's about, I think, 50 pages or so, where it gives you some of these common principles that I talk about in like a quick PDF. And then uh, via email, I would send you, you know, this uh, free training course with some of the quick videos that I use uh, just to explain to you how to think about videos. And, and so that you can be more strategic with the way that you, uh, design them the way you produce them and how to get the most value out of them uh, by using it appropriately in whatever business you're in fantastic joel you have been amazing today thank you for your time i know everyone will be very grateful for your help so thank you for being here and thank you everyone for listening today and until next week keep listening and keep smiling sign up for free for the shopify approved marketing course at 1000salesandbeyond.com and get our show notes at justaskparker.com forward slash podcast thanks for listening to the winning with shopify podcast